Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Live Imaging Tuesday is back. And so are we. Lit. Travis and Sliwa show. Sliwa's not here. Neither is John Ireland later today. That's why the new fall season of 710 will begin Monday, September 11th. As everybody then will be back. By the way, we've got a new morning show. The ESPN, uh, ESPN Radio morning show. It's called Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Sneak preview time all week long. They sounded great this morning. They, they did. did sound great. Sound was good. Well, easy for me to say. Better than I sounded. <laughs> How about that? I can't even get the words out right By now. By the way, they said... Rams need to tank for Caleb. I don't disagree. We'll get into that. We got Mike Tannenbaum sound from that show. Oh, so that was the sound that they were playing off of. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. See how that worked together? Yeah, we didn't even produce that. that. Synergy. 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 That's pretty uh, good. Cooper Cup seeing a specialist in Minnesota. That can't be good. Well, when you start to have those weird tendon injuries, that's always overuse. not good. That's overuse. What? It's overuse. Overuse. Yeah. It's overuse. By the way, the ESPNLA, the SoCal Hyundai, just like I kept calling him Andy the first hour, I keep forgetting SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic is this Friday, presented by Coors Light and our friends at Hollywood Park Casino. Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda. Thanks to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Home of the 15-minute drive through oil change, visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and to score game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. We can't wait for Friday. We'll be broadcasting live all day. You and I, when I say you and I, Trav, I mean you and yes. me are going to do our annual tradition unlike any other in the one, the noon lunch hour where we shotgun a Coors Light. And in years past, it sprays all over me. Sometimes well, I like that. But you not, still yeah. haven't quite mastered the, uh, the, the art of making the hole before you open the actual can itself. You've got to make the hole first, and then the can. You just tend to go in a little aggressively, and it explodes. There, was there heavy place. petting? <laughs> there, there, there needs to be on the can. Well, I didn't go to college. Bubble. I wasn't at college. Well, there's not a class on how to find the bubble in the uh, can. You just got to kind of get the air, and then, and then you're good to go. <laughs> Sprays all over me, Brian. <laughs> you're, you're going in too hard. <laughs> <laughs> just that's i'm not happening. sure there was a long enough pause between it sprays all over me and you're going in too hard i got like two mississippis out of that and i think we needed five all right by the way in the break brian was showing us videos of turtle slaps yes it's a very odd thing oddly delicate very softly tapping it's, his it's, mate. It's a turtle looking at another turtle and just slapping his face really fast over and over again. As turtle Bone slap. Thugs and Harmony once said, look into my eyes. Did they? They did. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, that, that you didn't need to follow up on the reference. It was just one that I put oh, in. Well, I wasn't know if you were pulling my leg. Bone Thugs and Harmony? No, I know that the Bone, hug, bone Thugs and Harmony. Is this is looking into my eyes? Oh, here it comes. It's spotted up. Of course, from Cleveland, producer Lindsay's favorite band. Here it comes, here it comes, here comes the hook. Here we go, Travis. Now I get it. What it is, you see, sucker. <laughs> if you hear that, if a car drives up on you and they're playing this, you're in the wrong neighborhood, okay. possibly. Yeah, turn around. It's a biohazard. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the Delta flight. 
You ever had a, a, an unfortunate flight where it had so, to turn around in the middle? No, but I did have a lot of issues over the weekend. I talk about hydration a lot. You do. And then, for some reason, as I got to like Friday, I was out of my routine because the back was starting to hurt, so I wasn't hydrating properly. And that really affected me the next morning. If you get my drift. I do. Did you make muscle through it? I did, but it was a lot of agony. Yeah, well, and then you got With no 36 more holes to go. Yeah. That's not... It's funny, because Friday was a tough day, like at the end. Okay. And then you realize you still have 72 ahead of you. When you and I finished up on Thursday night with Sam. Yeah, Sam Pine's the owner of... Uh, you still had 72 holes to play. No. Yes. No, I had more. That was oh, Thursday. Oh, that's right. It was Thursday. You had three more days. So what's that? A hundred and some holes to go. You were... 110, a, I You were a little tired at yeah. the end of the Thursday round. And I, I did not think that the end of the line was going to get there. You made it. I did. You made it. So, by so, the way, thanks to our friends at Black Gold Golf Club, Sunday Swagger, Tequila Mandala, Callaway Golf, and Roger Dunn Golf Shops that were part of the Morales Summer Vacation. Ten days, 300, 360 holes. I did it, Jack. And, of course, all the great guys at Black Gold. Everybody rallied around me. You were dragging hard at the end of Thursday night. Thursday was a tough night. What was the hardest day? Friday afternoon was tough. And still 72 more Cause, after Because we played in a tournament. The Folds of Honor tournament was right. Friday morning. And then there was like we there was a, uh, a banquet after that. And then I had to go do it again. You Excuse me, that's not right. That was Saturday. I had to do it after you eating. Played, so Friday morning I played before the tournament. Okay. So actually Friday was not that bad. Saturday Sorry. afternoon was misery, well, and I was in a lot of pain. You played golf, did a banquet, played golf again? Yeah. Well, That's a lot. That's a lot of golf. Especially on the back end of I it. I love golf. That's a lot of golf. One By the way, Brian invited me to play with his father and him. Sounds like fun. When is that? What time of the year is that? Best friends. <laughs> <laughs> they get along? No, they, they come out in the wintertime. And so oh. was, uh, one of the things I want to do this winter while he's out is take a day off work and go play golf. Does play he back. like cigars? No. Does he like tequila? No. Oh. Well, Does those are two like of golf? my those are my two core yes, values. He does then like golf. Go, then he'll have a good time. <laughs> right. I just I just want the picture to stick it to Andy. <laughs> like, hey man, I know your dad. Look, Andy already had a bad day today. He already got pulled off the afternoon show because Cappy was off through thir- off through. I'm gonna Tuesday. read the email. I'm gonna contacts. read the email. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Emma, I stepped on you. There was somebody left a pack of contacts in here, but I'm gonna read the email from Kaplan. This was to corporate Greg. Thank you for the consider. Please let me know. Now, oh, oh, here it is. August 28th through September 5, Monday, through the following Tuesday, Labor Day, is Monday 9-4. Now, the way that reads is that he's off Tuesday. Yes. August 28th through September 5, Monday. By the way, who says 5, not 5th? <laughs> through the following Tuesday, Labor Day is Monday 9-4. It makes it sound as though he is off Tuesday, which is today. It doesn't make it right. sense. Like, through. Through. Through means through. Through. Can I make Including. one Wouldn't you just small, say back on Tuesday? That's what it should say. But here's my one argument on Cappy's behalf, and it's not a good one. That he's an idiot? <laughs> Greg should have said, this doesn't make any sense. You're when, blaming when, this when, on corporate Greg. This is why I'm saying. Are you saying he's maybe a word that I, starts with G? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> gutless. But Oh, that, yeah, no. Not gutless, but that is gibberish. So whoever received it should have said, Cappy, this is this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> when, are you, when, when are you coming when back? Day, what day will you be, be back, back at work? work right. And he would have said Tuesday. And go, All right, fine. We'll see you Tuesday. And by the way, so Sedano, he has a lot of days because of TV and all kinds of stuff. He lays it out perfectly and then emails everybody involved with the show so that we all have eyes on it, right? 
Cappy, even though we've told him, please do the same thing. Involve Lindsay, involve Laura, involve Chris. He sends it to just Justin Craig, who's our Bristol, one of our BBBs, the Bristol Big Bosses. Sure. And you know, he does. It, Justin sees an email from Scott Kaplan coming in, no matter what it is, delete. And then to Greg. <laughs> and Greg's got a million things going on. You don't involve Lindsay, the producer of the show? Lindsay should have been on it. You should have been on it. Laura should have been on it. And Sedano should be on it. Because Sedano would be quick to point out Sedano his mistake. Sedano should be on it as well. But whoever is the recipient of that email, in this case, corporate Greg, needs to say, this is nonsense. When are you going to be back here? Because you're telling me two different things. And then say you're a bad guy. And then call him gutless. And if you're going to do September 5, wouldn't you go the extra formality and say 5 September? <laughs> the European version? Right. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Well, sometimes not? the European version is more fun. <laughs> can be. Definitely less chemicals if we're talking about food versus well, yeah. America. Fresher food. Well, less chemicals, less, too. Less processed. Yeah, well, yeah. That's the key. Indeed. Indeed. What else you got, Chris? I got to go back to a meeting, I think. All right. All so right. coming up this hour, we've got USC Stanford tickets. Okay. Yes. Maybe for Saturday night at the Coliseum. After Emily's college football corner. Is that at 11.40? 11.15. Oh, we're doing it at 11.15. Oh, I thought we already had that. No, we're, well, we're doing we're it every hour, PK. No one. than two games. Give me a second There's here. four squares, fool. <laughs> at this time. Four corners. I'm, at I'm, 11... I'm cool with it. I liked it the first time. <laughs> I'm just trying to follow along with the show, and I thought we were done with that. Um, I've lost the steam behind that. I was going to go gutless. You were loading up. I was loading up. I saw you shift in your chair. I was shifting the weight. Breath. Yeah. You were getting ready to go. I was, but I, then I lost it. All right. I hate when you lose it at the no, end I'm on like board. That. It's not that I'm not on board. I'm on board. No, you don't seem on board. I'm excited for all the all the Emily bits. Do you want to hear uh, Mike Tannenbaum from Unsportsmanlike? <laughs> I heard it three times already today. Would you like to hear it a fourth? Sure. <laughs> okay. So Mike Tannenbaum this <laughs> morning now. on Unsportsmanlike talking Why you about- Hold on for a second. What are you, this is like when Sliwa tied his shoe in the corner. What are you doing while we were on the air? Like just, they heard. He said something a, a, a few minutes America ago. America heard. Yeah, it's fine. Phrasing. It just it didn't come out right. <laughs> something I said? No. no something VK said. This time it actually wasn't something you said. Something I said. That's why I'm turning this color. Like, you like are rather. Um, yeah, what's going on? Pink. Your eyes are watering. Was, You're very pink. It wasn't, Did we have to dump it? I don't no, know. No, it was clean. It was clean. <laughs> yeah, it's clean. Oh, then tell us what it was. Yeah. Can we get, uh, <laughs> Emily, would you like to say it? Okay, he said he's here for all the Emily bits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. So that's where we are, guys. All right, what did Mike Tannenbaum yeah, let's say? Let's do Mike Tannenbaum. Let's have Chris <laughs> listen to this for the fourth Chris time. Confused. Mike Tannenbaum this morning. Well, I'm here for all the Emily bits, too. <laughs> so I don't understand Mike the pr- Tannenbaum I don't understand this the morning. Talking about whether the Rams are closer to getting a playoff spot or whether they're closer to being in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. The Rams, when you look at their quote-unquote big three of Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, I believe, played in nine games a year ago. He hasn't been on the field yet. And this is a team, to me, that's really in transition. If Matthew Stafford is healthy and they get off to a decent start, I think they keep him and Aaron Donald there. But by Halloween, I think they're going to be closer to the Caleb's Williams discussion than they're going to be about making the playoffs. And now, all of a sudden, isn't that interesting? You could have two teams in the same division, the NFC West, who could wind up with Caleb Williams. All right, let me start with this. What do you think a team that is really in transition means? <laughs> because not, not very good. Not very good, right? Really in transition means that you had a difficult year last year, and this year might be very similar to it, so you can transition into whatever's coming next. The game on Sunday against the Seahawks, one one fifteen kickoff, one one hundred five kickoff, um, is going to determine whether or not he's right. 
If they win that game, they're going to be three and three through the first six games. If they lose that game, they're probably one and five. That's the difference between getting off to that good start or not, and what Mike Tannenbaum saying being true or not. Because they have Philadelphia in those first six games. They have San Francisco. They have Cincinnati. They have Indianapolis, who's the one game that could go either way. San- Seattle and Arizona. There's only one game that they're going to walk out of that field and have a legitimate chance to win before it even starts. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what. I'd like to think they're a little better than they were in the preseason, just because we didn't see the eight good players that they have. Okay. You know, front line play. Remember, say I don't know if they're good players or bad players. We haven't seen them play. These are all, but, but like the front line guys that they have didn't play, and that's what they're clinging to. But Cooper Cup's not going to play this week. I mean, he's just not. No, like, I, he's not playing. The only front line guys that I think you can say, all right, it's going to look drastically different than what we saw in the preseason. Are Cup and Don, or excuse me, uh, Stafford and Donald. Donald. Stafford and Donald are Donald might still be the best defensive player. But the in the offensive league. line is sort of what it is. They played two of right. their five starters, sort of and the other guys, other than Havenstein, are kind of like, all right, it, right. Is, it is what it is. You know, Cam Akers is not, you know, Derrick Henry. And so you're going to run out, you know, against Seattle with Cam Akers and Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby, who I drafted in my fantasy draft <laughs> for this purpose. Um, and you know Van Jefferson is your number one guy, and Tutu Atwell is your number two. Like, it's just and then, look, they won a Super Bowl. They mortgaged everything to get there, to, and they, they did it the right way. But it's they're not set up to be very good this year without some sort of vast amounts of things it, we don't see coming. Football doesn't work like baseball and basketball when it comes to putting a team out there that is non-competitive for a purpose, right? In basketball, I just put out five guys that aren't good enough to beat those other five guys. I'm going to lose Trust nine the out of ten times. Trust the process. In baseball, what the Astros did about ten years ago is they just basically said, we're not going to sign anybody. We're just going to draft, 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 and we're going to play them all. We're going to figure out who it is. And after four or five years, it started to come together into what you've seen over the last several years where they've got some really good major league play. You can't really do that in football because no. guys are going to get demolished. And guys aren't you, – you can't go out there and half-speed it. You can't do any of these things. But the talent level may be there anyway or not be there anyway. And they're going to – you can't. You also got to be careful because you do have assets. That you, you you heard Mike Tannenbaum talking about it. Like, are you? Do you want to trade Matt Stafford? Do you want to trade Cooper Cup? Do you want to trade Aaron Donald? Like, this could be a couple year window where the Rams have to kind of put it back together, and you can get good quickly again mm-hmm. if you can clean your sheet, get some draft picks, do this, and I trust them to do it right. I do too. But also, sorry, what yeah. if they win this weekend? What if they, they always play Seattle, Seattle really close? They always they are could. in the game. It's a division game. What if they win? I think, and that's that's why this game, as weird as this sounds, and I know it sounds ridiculous, I think the entire season could potentially turn on what this one looks like. Because if they do M, to your point, now you're coming into San Francisco at home, a little moment. I know they struggle with them, but who knows, right? Then you get Indiana, or Cincinnati on the road, Monday Night Football. That's a tough putt under any circumstances. Indy, they can beat Indy. Then you get Philly. That's probably not going to go. Beat Arizona in Game Six, three and three at the at the six week mark. Okay. Well, so you're probably out of the Caleb sweepstakes anyway at that point. At that point, you probably are out of it anyway. If you lose to Seattle, you lose to San Francisco, you lose to Cincinnati. Now you're zero and three going in against Indy. It's a ten o'clock road game, right? All these things that let's say. Cooper Cup's still not back, or somebody else isn't playing. Now you're 0 4. Now you have a very clear path to doing what you need to do. I just want to see them win this weekend so Sean McVay can sit up at the podium and yell at Jordan Rodriguez. Do you believe 
Do you believe? Do you believe? I want to see a D on Aaron Donald's jersey. All I that bull junk. The hardest thing that you got to figure out is if they win that game, but the coaching staff knows the difference between we won because there's something here that maybe, and we won because Seattle screwed up these seven right. things and they shouldn't have, and any decent team, we're not good. And so what do you do? Like, Cooper Cup's 30 years old. He could absolutely take a team, let's say he's healthy in week six, mm-hmm. he could take a team that is pretty close and for the next two years elevate their offense in ways that they can, but he's not going to do it here. They're, the window isn't there. Matthew Stafford could take a team. Quarterback gets hurt or quarterback isn't again. very good. Dallas, Detroit. Oh, Miami. Oh, my God. Trade him back right. to Detroit. I, for, just, you know. I, not for Jared Goff. No, but, but I'm saying but like, th- to replace it, Jared Goff. We're just a quarterback. They are real close. In Det- that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a good team. That's, it's a very good team. <clears throat> and, and speaking of Jordan, if you go back and you listen to that podcast that she did, you know, the play, uh, playmakers, uh-huh. play callers, I mean, and you go back and you listen to that, and like the differences between Jared Goff and what he can do and what Matt Stafford can do, that could be the difference for a team like Detroit. It's different. And so, but you can't trade Matt Stafford if he's been killed in week four because you can't protect him. He's far less valuable. That that would not work nearly as well. Part two, Emily's College Football Corner coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Brian Zippersley on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so it's Emily's College Football Corner. We love Emily's bits. It's great. Uh, So um, Colorado has actually gotten into the AP Top 25. They are now at 22 after their defeat over TCU. But my first uh, subject for today in this in this 11-15 segment... Brian, we're going to do um, this multiple times during the show today. <laughs> yep. I'm here for it. <laughs> what about tomorrow? Because I'm here tomorrow. Are we doing it again? No, tomorrow? no more not. tomorrow. Yeah, no oh, more tomorrow. Man, why not? But just once a week? Just the, the first day after the college the recap. weekend. Can yeah, I come back recap. next Monday then? <laughs> sure, sure, you can listen. Thank you. <laughs> On the app. All right, so... Sit in the studio. <laughs> the app is right. Ori's right. Uh, Mac Brown and UNC defeated South Carolina 31-7. So uh, Mac Brown Brown is coach of UNC. Shane Beamer, uh, son of legendary coach Frank Beamer, is coach of University of South Carolina. And so they <laughs> met at, you know, the ha- of the half of the field, as all coaches do after the games are done. They have this, you know, respect for each other, obviously, because Mac Brown and Frank Beamer have respect for each other. And so uh, they go in, they shake hands, they give a little hug. And then I guess... Uh, Mac Brown had something else to say to Shane Beamer because he grabbed him by the neck and brought him back to him. So if you haven't seen this video, it's literally just like a tender grabbing it's, of the neck. 
and uh, bringing him back to him. So, uh, what is your go-to handshake with someone that you don't know? Like, what is your go-to like greeting of someone you don't know? So, Keyshawn always gave me grief because I would do white guy handshake. Right, which is Hi, nice to meet you. which is elbow in, right. out, out right. here, Put eye here, contact, bud. one, two, we're done. Right, but that's kind of the standard for somebody you don't know. If it's somebody you've, you do know and somebody that you're affectionate towards, you're going to give them more of the uh-huh. cupped hands and bring it in and give them a little hug along the way. But a stranger, it's always just very formal, like you're interviewing for a job, right? Just, hey, my name's Travis, nice to meet you, as opposed to, hey, man, what's going on? And you kind of dapping them up. I don't know the line. I never, I don't, like, when, when are you, like, bro hug friends? Like, when have you crossed into that, like, we've met if before. If I gave you one, would you feel awkward no, if I did? No, but, like, we've been friends for many right. years now. Right. I, I would almost say, you did the <laughs> nice to meet you <laughs> yeah, elbow that, in hitch, right. I'd be a little offended. <laughs> but, like, but, like, I wouldn't do that on, like, week, so, like, I, I've met Sam. Okay. I don't know if I'm bro. You gotta let him Sam, lead, but, right? You exactly. Gotta let, you gotta let him lead. Like, but, what? What am I getting coming? But back like, the other but way? the body positioning when you have to leave yourself open to that, but not look like you were expecting it. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a delicate it's tough. It's a delicate it's tough. Why did he grab him by the neck? I've seen the. Have you seen the video, Brian? <laughs> no. So it's like if you and I were talking and you turned to walk away after you thought we were done. It, uh-huh. It's not hostile at all. It's a very friendly conversation. Yeah. yeah. He turns to leave. And if I just touch you on the shoulder, like, hey, I'm not done with you yet, you would turn back. But he grabbed him by the neck. <laughs> Front or back? The side, kind of okay. like this. Like Star Wars. It, yeah, it was neither hostile nor a normal place to say, no, we're not done. Like, hey, come back here for a second. Was he aiming? Do you think he was missed? It, that's a big miss. He should get his eyes. Maybe that's his contact. <laughs> because he, he missed by quite He's a bit. It was man. very weird. Very weird. All right, so the next thing I have is, uh, you know, Brian Kelly, our favorite. Oh. I'm here with my family oh member goodness. all right so he him and his team lsu got crushed by florida state this is the second year as coach his uh first year as coach they went 10 and 4 6 and 2 the conference so you know respectful record first year in the sec whatever but brian kelly has the third most losses by 20 plus points as a head coach of an ap top five team he has five in just 37 games the only coaches with more are joe paterno woody hayes who coached they over a hundred games? Yeah. They coached forever. All right. So Brian Kelly is the most overrated college football coach. Uh, BK, let's start with you. I'm on board with that. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not. Somebody could at me and be like, "There are these guys." And there's Dabo. He, there's oh, Jimbo. I, we, Travis Jimbo's and I were good. talking about this. Like, I, I, the only thing that All can make O's. me ha- happier than Brian Kelly getting his butt kicked <laughs> was Dabo getting his butt you kicked. Got a twofer at Duke. Like, hey, that's a preview of our twelve fifteen segment. Oh, I mean, I, those are two of the college football coaches are awful people. You know, these are how bad the Kellys and the Dabos and the Jimbos of the world have gotten. They make Nick Saban seem reasonable. They make they make <laughs> Nick Saban seem like the lesser of two maniacs. And, and kind of, b- yeah, because he is because Nick Saban at least knows this is a ridiculous construct, and he's not pretending that it isn't. Like, he knows, I'm here to get a lot of money. I'm going to turn all these kids into NFL players. We're going to win a bunch of games. You're going to pay me a bunch of money. They're going to make some money now, and I'm cool with it, and we're just going to go. He doesn't pretend it's not no, what's Dabo actually literally th- like really tries to, th- to pretend he's doing the Lord's work out here. <laughs> well, it's a name of image likeness in the name of the Lord. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, it's a football game. Sure, they pay me, and it's fine. Right. But, like, I don't even – I'll be honest with you, I don't even look at the check when it goes – because I'm out here doing the Lord's work. It's yeah, – I am making the world 
better. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Brian Kelly may or may Brian. not be one of the most overrated coaches of all time. I am not an expert enough to offer a yes or no on that, but I will say this. He has the worst fake Southern accent I've ever heard of all mm-hmm. time because he grew up in Massachusetts, I believe, uh-huh. spent most of his coaching career in the upper Midwest. And then the second he gets the LSU job, he's got some sort of – I don't even know which part of the South that's supposed to be from because they're all a little different. But that is just unspeakably patronizing and stupid. And then he here with my family. Family. It sounds like a bad cartoon and it's, and, and it's arrogance that he does it out of arrogance. There is a version of that story where you're uncomfortable. It's like the bro hug where you're not sure what you're supposed to do, and you never want to lean in, and so you adopt an accent to try to fit in and feel comfortable and whatever. Yes. That's not what he's doing. No. He's doing it out of arrogance that he thinks he can snow he can all s- of these people. When I lived in Texas for a year and a half, <laughs> I... Didn't do it frequently, but there were occasions where a y'all would come out of my mouth. It's just because in the air. You're surrounded by yeah. it all the time. That's what I did when I was kinda, in Nashville for school. It just kind of seeps into out. your vocabulary, and it just comes out. But I didn't go, now all y'all, now you got to understand about what we're doing here with these Aggies. <laughs> it's like, what the hell happened to you? Like, are, are you having some sort of brain situation that's happening in your head? It's nonsense. And I'm glad he got smoked by Clemson. Florida Not State. Clemson, Florida can State. We, Florida can State. we arrange for one of those two people to lose to Dion? Would that not be the most satisfying moment in well, college football history? Dabo be, loses like, to Dion. These again, how unlikely that we're all instantly in with Dion because Dion doesn't pretend this isn't what it is. I'm here. He's to exactly get rich. what we asked for. You're here to he get rich. He is who we thought he was. Let's but, get rich together. Let's but win some games. Losing to that guy awesome on multiple levels awesome. from arrogance to skin color to everything would tick them off so badly i just want to see it happen. emily might have a breakdown because beto has his own matraca in there as well yep. and now there's two that's really loud and emily's going to run out of the studio and i don't blame you those are very very loud all right factor cap is coming up next it's travis Slee. oh my <laughs> gosh beto that it really is big case in for Slee on 710 espn With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
1130 on a live imaging Tuesday. Travis, it's Leewood Cap Factor Cap in just a moment. But don't forget, the SoCal Hyundai ESPNLA Golf Classic presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino is this Friday at BG Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda. Made possible by our friends at Fat Sal's. Fat Sal's, we're making sandwiches over here. Oh, those are so good. Let me tell you what else is over here. Time for Factor Cap. Take it away, Producer Emily. Hey, thanks, Morales. I don't know where else I'm going to go with this one. Well done. Uh, I had quite the weekend. I had a lot of things that went on, and we can talk through them through the show. Uh, But one of them was I went to a bar at 8.30 in the morning on Sunday to go and watch Arsenal. So one of my best friends, his birthday was on Friday, and he we did some stuff on Friday, but then kind of carried through the weekend. He loves Arsenal. It's like his favorite thing in the world. And so I was like, let's just go watch the game with um, the guys that he always watches the game with. Um, so it was Arsenal versus Manchester United. It was a tie game at 1-1 throughout most of the game. And then a lot, like, I want to say the 94th minute. Yeah, 90th plus. 90th, yeah. They knock it in, go up 2-1. Then in the like, last 30 seconds of the game, knock it in again, go up 3-1. Anyway, electric atmosphere. Nothing like I've ever like been around before, and I'm I'm all in. I'm an Arsenal fan now. I'm gonna <laughs> that's watch all it. Took, huh? I, I that's the atmosphere is so fun. It's hard not to be all in on this stuff. So you've been to an event that converts you as a fan. So a concert, a sporting event. You've been at an event that has been like I haven't been a fan going into this. Now I'm a fan. Travis Fettercap. So a concert counts. Yes, concert counts. Okay, so Susan and I. This is a million years ago. We went to see Susan. Susan. We went to go see Garth Brooks at the Hollywood Bowl with the LA Phil. Okay? Which those two things you wouldn't think go together. I was not a Garth Brooks fan. Went to the concert, came out of it a huge Garth Brooks fan. He was terrific. The LA Phil with him was great. It was a very interesting kind of mashup of two things that you wouldn't expect together. I'm not an easy turn on sports. Like I I don't get caught up in that too much, but yeah. that's the exact that's the one time I went in reluctantly and left saying, "You know what? I'm down. I want to listen to more of that." Morales? I'll say a concert as well. A few weeks back, when we were doing that stuff at Yamava, uh, producer Lindsay said, oh, we got to go to STP and Smashing Pumpkins. And I was kind of like, well, I'm in on STP. I was a big STP kid in high school. But Smashing Pumpkins? Nah. I think you've experienced it on the golf I course. Quite a bit I listen to the Smashing Pumpkins nonstop now. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And I never was a huge, like I knew a few of the songs, and their performance was so incredible that night at Yamava that it's, it's changed me. You're in. All right. BK, your turn. Uh, I think soccer is pretty close. Like I, I, I've done that thing, like you know, World Cup or it might have been Champions League a few years ago, where I went with friends and like just watched it in the bar with people, and it's like you don't fully understand what's happening or who the players are or why, but everybody's got their scarves. Everyone's and singing and the whole fun. time. Yeah. It's just fun, and so like you get, like I get why people sitting at home. Soccer's kind of boring, and there's nothing's happening. But like when you get in the group, and you you, the, it's it's a totally different deal. So yeah, and again, people were there since four a.m. because there was a Celtic Lining league up. that was oh, playing. Yeah. So there's a you no, know, there's a Celtic game, uh, and then there was the Liverpool game, and then there was the Arsenal game. So this bar had everybody since four a.m. So they were seeing <laughs> triple by the time you got in. Yeah, there. exactly. Jorge, what do you think? Uh, I'm with the guys at the concert. Uh, I grew up listening to salsa, merengue, cumbia, stuff like that. But when I went to my first banda and all like that, Norteño music, it, I just, it was just, it was just different. And I came out liking that music. So, yeah. 
All right, so there's this is a story that has been unfolding on TikTok over the past week. So this is something that's on my very specific side of TikTok. All right, so um, there's these shoes called Tabby shoes. So these are these very famous designer shoes, and also look like they ha- you have like um, a foot of a goat. Anyway, there's like a little like line in the, in the like middle. Like a hoof? Yeah, it looks like a hoof a little bit. <laughs> anyway, ma, 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 the hoof. The hoof. <laughs> Do you have a picture? It's it's designer. I have a picture. I'll send it to you. So it's designer. It's very expensive. All right, so this woman goes on a date with this guy. Um, she, uh, they hit it off with hoof shoes. No, she didn't have the hoof shoes on. So, <laughs> okay. but um, they hit it off. Ma, they it's have a, a great sin, time. The hoof. <laughs> they they spend the night together. Next morning, he says, "Oh, you have tabbies," uh, and he's like, "He's he's into fashion," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I have tabbies." So, turns out he steals the shoes <gasps> and doesn't return them. All right, so these are expensive shoes. These are all over the place. And so, and then people on TikTok were like, this has happened to me too. This has happened to me too. So again, this is a tabby stealer guy on, on Tinder in New York City. So if you're there, be on the, on the lookout. So anyway, here's my statement. This is a great date. Perfect person. Like you would marry this person right away. But the next morning, they take your shoes. You would go on another date with them. Morales, Fetter Cap. They took your shoes. But perfect person. The ideal person. Jordan golf but shoes. they took your shoes. Because I was like hammered and they just were cleaning up over me or they purposely took my they shoes? They purposely took your shoes. Well, first I got to get the shoes back, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, they're gone. You can't be taking my shoes. Right. The, the premise of this question doesn't make sense. They are they're perfect except for the fact that they steal from you. <laughs> But they're first perfect. But they have they're everything not, else they is perfect. They stole from you on your first date. And they do look clove, like hoof, hoofing. <laughs> the hooves. Hooves. Cloven. Yeah, cloven. Because here's the thing. Cloven if it's hooves. like sometimes uh, a female friend will accidentally, mm-hmm. although I never believe it's an accident, but take the hoodie home or, yeah. oh, I need some flip-flops to wear That's out. the Costanza where you leave something behind so you can come back and get it. <laughs> Fine. But like you took something. Like mm-hmm. you went into my closet and took Jordans? No. Come right, on. Trav. No. They stole from you. <laughs> right. But they, they're perfect. But no, they're not. But a thief but also, is not perfect. Why is he stealing your shoes? You don't wear the same size. Well, he can sell them. But that's my point. Okay, he, but that's even worse. That's, yeah, that's now bad. he's worse. Now they're he's, selling? He's stealing something from you so he can sell them and get money. He's a he's <laughs> a criminal. He's a criminal. <laughs> so no, they're they, by definition, he's not perfect because he's ripping you off. All right, Jorge. Hell no. You see from me, I'm not going to see you again. I'm going to send my cousin over. <laughs> you got a guy. The not bar. Not wear the iPods at dinner either. The, like the, the, Guys, the, the bar is on the floor here, guys. The bar is on the floor here for most people out there. All right. So, uh, Duke quarterback uh, Riley Leonard, uh, after their win over Clemson uh, last night, um, he so social media went around the Duke social media and was like, "Hey, do you have anything you want to say to anybody?" So he said uh, that he wanted to say something to his professor, who he did not turn in his assignment on time because the game ended past midnight. He's like, "I'm so sorry, professor. Can I get an extension?" All right. So you have ever tried to talk your teacher or professor to, into accepting your assignment that was late? BK, factor cap. Fact. Um, I've done that before, but the other one I did it was in college. I had to. An essay that I had to insist on handwriting because I had hand surgery and my professor didn't believe me. He was like, no, it has to be typed. Like, I have a mitten on. I can't type. And I had to physically go down there and be like, wave my mitten hand. How did your hand get hurt? Was it one of those things where they say, you can have the hammer or you can have the money? <laughs> there, was there heavy petting? See, I made two mob movie references well, in the same segment. I was in college, Greg, so... Uh, no, Look I was, what they it was did a rug- to my hand. It was a rugby injury. <laughs> what did they do to my hand, man? <laughs> Travis? Um, 
Does, you tell me if this counts. I think, I think, in fact, I was a sophomore in college pitching and got hit with a line drive off of my noggin. Knocked me flat on my <laughs> so back. So far, this tracks. Right. And so I get taken out of the game, and I get sent to the uh, urgent care in, in town. And the guy looks, goes, yeah, you got a mild concussion, but I think you're going to be okay. He goes, do you have any, you know, you should probably take a day or two, just take it easy. So I have a midterm tomorrow. And he goes, oh, okay, well, you don't have to take that. If you don't want, I can write you a note. So I go into class the next day and say, hey, I'm on the baseball team. I got hit with a line drive in the head. And the doctor says that I shouldn't, you know, take a test today. And he goes, really? And yeah. He said, what did you get on the first test? I said, I got a C plus. He goes, do you just want another one? I said, Perfect. Really? So I got a free C+. And you accepted a C+. Plus? I got a C+, plus on the first one. Two of the three tests down means I can't go down. Hey, it passed. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? Uh, well, I was a very good student. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Very good. Rigorous academic. And as I, you know, even back at an early age in high school, I was a little bit charming. Not as charming as now. So I was friends with all the teachers. I was key club president. What's the a, key club? Like we helped Kiwanis uh, Club. Kiwanis educated youth. So okay. we helped clean up trash, oh. and I read the I children at the library. Oh. <laughs> what did you read? Uh, whatever they wanted, all kinds it's of accoutrements. Yeah. Don't ask. So, you know, nobody ever suspected the key club president, and you know, I was newspaper. All I was a good and an athlete. Like I was the perfect student. Of uh-huh. course. So nobody ever suspected that I was, well, you I know, doing fucking. bits or foul play. Yeah, they're not letting you back in the library now. All right, well, no, I think there's specific language. That can, uh, back in the you have you have your own entry <laughs> yeah. that goes directly oh, after, to after hours sections. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, Hori. Yeah, I used the uh, the one where they broke in my car, stole my backpack, kind of thing, and I had to file a police report. I'm absent. Sorry, can I make it? up? Was it real? Uh, no, I made it up. It was just a made up story that. Broke well, he had police reports around the house, yeah. but that's a different thing. Smart check. Right. Did you do it, Em? You need a bumper. <laughs> uh, my very last assignment, I uh, did not realize that it was due at the time it was due, and I begged my professor to let me turn it in still. And it was a very, it was like, it was a term paper, but it was like the only thing of the entire semester that was the only thing I was getting graded. And uh, she accepted it, and did I she passed. Did you for the grade? Uh, no, she, she didn't care. <laughs> she was like, sure, whatever. That's the dirty little secret. Yeah. They don't care either. Yeah. Fine. Show up whenever you want. Turn it in whenever you want. Yeah. Oh, I, was, okay. I was graduating, so it's like I was outie. Um, all right. So I have one more thing left for you Who guys. What's a Pac 12 network? <laughs> <laughs> I have one more thing left for you guys. So this is a. Um, so Astros Yankees were playing. A fan interfered with a foul ball that could have been caught by the Yankee player. And so the guy leaned over the edge, touched the ball. Anyway, called him out. Um, so I'm going to play this interview that Buster only had with the fan. And. Um, and I'm going to play it. It's a little long, but stay with me. I'm out here with my son. This is our first ever game. We just moved here to Houston literally in January, and I just wanted to make the moment special for him. As a father, I feel like it's my job to make sure that I give him the best moments. I apologize to the Astro organization. I didn't know. it. From, y'all got to understand, when it's dropping down, it looked like it's coming directly to you. So I reached, and my body went for what I know. But we did have a wonderful moment. Okay, so you reach out, and what was the reaction that you heard right after the play was over? The reaction was shock, disgust, happiness, sweat, a little bit of lust, baby. You feel me? I was in there feeling kind of kind of hurt, but my fingers still shaking a little bit. The ball way heavier with the gravity. I'm not going to lie to you. Charlie Ray, we're going to be on TV, baby! So, tell me, it looked like that you went away for a bit, and then you came back. How'd you talk your way back? So, truthfully, 
Houston loves me, and I love Houston, <laughs> and they cannot stop me from supporting the Astros. So what happened was, I almost had to give a bop, 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 bop real quick on them. But they wasn't listening, so I showed some love, and they let me come back. They really were just trying to make sure that I wasn't hurt and that making sure that we didn't go off the rails. So salute to the whole organization. Great staff. They made sure that I was healthy and I was enjoying the game. They wasn't even making it serious. This is the greatest interview of all time. <laughs> Did Jorge? he say asteroids? Asteroids. 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 That yeah. was amazing. Jorge, Patrick Cap. Ah, uh, fact. This was amazing. Uh, I had an experience like this, similar to it, but I didn't get the ball. You know, uh, What was the guy who stole the base? Uh, he played for the Angels. Uh, Cameron... Um, uh, Stole which base? Uh, in the World <laughs> Series, uh, he got the first Doritos Nachos. Uh, Cameron. Oh, Sean Figgins? No. Uh, well, anyway, whatever. Yeah. This guy was. They're, they're doing. To- they're tossing the ball around, and they throw the ball. And my little brother is so excited. He's he sees the ball coming towards him. A little little boy comes from the side and steals it. Mm. My little brother went crying. And I was like, dude. <laughs> But, yeah, in fact, quite an experience for that, dude. Trev? They need to give that guy a part of the broadcast team. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to be on <laughs> Astros baseball regularly. Bop, bop, bop. That that guy is the first thing I've heard come out of the Houston Astros organization since 2017 that put a smile on my face. That guy's terrific. More of him. That's because he rebranded Cameron him. Cameron <laughs> Mavis. Exactly. Morales? He can do 1 to 4 p.m. here if he wants. <laughs> hey Is it his contact lens? Here's the thing. I knew it was going to be something crappy. I just didn't know who it was going to. It was going to be directed at. Just saying. (laughs) Guys, terrific. BK. Um, It is. It is the best live interview of all time. Uh, It is the second best media moment. The first still being uh, Meta World Peace. Uh, acknowledge me, please, at the podium when he brings up everybody and all the champagne and the whole family. Uh, Kobe passed me the ball. He never passes me the ball. That's the best one ever, but this is the best uh, sideline interview of all time. How old of a guy was that? He looks like he was probably 42. Yeah, we need more of him. <laughs> yeah, his his kid was with him, and it was like his kid was probably 10. So was the give him the bap, bap, bap? Was he going to fight his way back to the seat? Yeah, he was. He, well, because usually after fan interference, get kicked out of the game. Uh, <laughs> Not and usually, so he, every time. That's the whole point. And then he's back. But I do, I respect the Astros like, just being like, look, this is the natural thing people do. He didn't interfere with the player. If you see the clip, he's in the outfield along the wall. He's... 20 feet above the, the 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 outfielder. So it's not like he's in the way of the guy. He's just reaching for a foul ball. It's what you do. Well, that's the Bartman thing, right? When Bartman got branded as the biggest loser ever, there were th- 10 people reaching for that ball. It just happened to hit his hand with his little green turtleneck. Yeah, he looked Walkman. like such a weirdo. That's why. <laughs> well, turtleneck, Walkman, Cubs hat wasn't a great look. Jorge had, I'm saying, top five weekend of your life, Jorge? Oh, for sure. It's up there. Yeah. All right. That's next. Stravin Slee, 710 ESPN. Producer Emily, should we give away some USC tickets? Oh, yeah, we should. Let's do it right now. Caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN. You win a pair of tickets to USC Stanford this Saturday night coming up at the Coliseum. You could watch the Trojans. Bam! All over that stinking Stanford Cardinal. <laughs> USCTrojans.com slash tickets to get yours. Caller number 7 right now, 877-710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ten minutes in front of noon, the Waba Grill Lunch Hour is coming up on a live imaging Tuesday right here on Travis at Sliwa. Brian Kamenetsky sitting in for Slee, who him in Ireland, that's why we can't launch the new fall season of 710 until next, or not next Monday, but Monday, September 11th. Plus, we got a new morning show. Sneak preview time all week. Unsportsmanlike BK. With Evan, soft Canty, open. and Michelle. It is it's soft. A, it it's is. a soft open. Yeah, that's it's what the, you do. Sneak in the restaurant, in the restaurant business. Yes. Meanwhile, the ESPN LA Golf Classic is this Friday. The SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic, presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino. SoCal Hyundai, driven by your SoCal Hyundai dealers. And don't forget, Islands Restaurants, Lava Craft Cocktail Mixers, and En Vogue Events. It's going to be fun on Friday. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a party, party, old party. The that are lined up for this thing on Friday are awesome. Well, a lot of food. You want to eat? You a lot want to of drink? drink? Yeah. Shirts. I'm going to wear my Islands hat. Do you yeah. have one? I do. That's exciting. Get one of them Hyundais that are probably lying <laughs> well, around. Well, if, if you get a hole in one on the 10th hole, you win the Hyundai. There you go. That's, that's about That's about a 180, 90-yard shot, depending on where the tee is on any given day, Brian. Easy. So it's got a, it's a nice long carry over some water, bunkers front. In fact, if I'm playing on Friday, I Uber to the course <laughs> so I can <laughs> drive the Hyundai home. Yeah, why not? Why not? All right, so Jorge, yeah, you went to see Messi on Saturday night. You were on the field pregame show, and like like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. you are a positive guy. You're up. You okay. have a smile on your face. You yeah. are a joy to be around. You bring positive energy where you go. You came in here this morning <laughs> with a look on your face like I have never seen. You were ecstatic at your experience. Yeah. So we are partners with LAFC. So I'm lucky enough to get a credential. And DeAndre and I were covering this. Mario does the uh, radio with Dave Denholm, who does a great job calling the game. So we get there with a the game plan of, all right, there's a fan fest going on. We cover that. And then I get the uh, list of, you know, the, the, the schedule of when things are starting to go down. Right. 5.30 p.m. The bus is, is going to arrive. The players are going to come in. So mind you, 5 o'clock, we're getting Carlos Vela. We're getting, you know, a lot of the players from LAFC side. At some point, we see the bus pull up. And the LAFC they, bus. No, 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 no. The, the LAFC guys come in their own cars. Okay. So, you know, it's a home game. The Miami we see, bus. We see the Miami bus pull up. And bef- three hours before this, we see fans lined up outside the gate where the bus is going to pull through. Three hours before. Three hours before. There's already fans with, you know, uh, flags, you know, banners, posters, you know, jerseys, whatever. And then right when the team, for the first part of the team starts getting off, uh, I get somebody from the Miami side said, hey, what are you doing? Like, you're not, you're not. Accredited to be trying here. to get you out, yeah, trying to get me out. So at that point, it's the, me and DeAndre Hawkins who does our social media too. Uh, we're I have beef with him backstage, yeah, you do. We're backstage, <laughs> and then he's rolling as Messi's getting off the bus, and I'm rolling when Messi's, and then I, I hear something from the Miami people, and they're saying, You're not 
uh, accredited to be here. You're not supposed to be here. And I said, no, no, we, we, we are. We cover this every weekend. We're here every weekend. So they kind of leave me alone. They, they kind of, you know, they approve it for whatever. And I, I see Messi walk out of that bus for the first time. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm happy. I, I, I'm nervous. I'm trying to get the right shot. DeAndre's got the, a, a different shot. So we kind of, that's the first time I see him. And it, it, it was just excitement, man. Like, I'm a, I'm a huge soccer guy. Uh, I had missed out on Messi in 2019 when I was able to work with the Argentina team mm-hmm. for two weeks with them, and he wasn't here because he was suspended. But man, seeing seeing him here for the first time, you know, and it's, it was kind of a full circle for me because it, back in 2006 when he was 19 years old, he had played at the Coliseum uh, against Chivas from Mexico, mm. and I was at the stands, nosebleeds, got a free ticket, general admission. And I'm watching this kid do his thing at 19 years old. Could and, you tell he was just special at that point? No, I, I mean he was barely like trying to make a dent into the world and yeah. Ronaldinho was the biggest thing back in 2006 so that was my experience it was Ronaldinho and then I see a 19 year old kid in the bench and then comes in for a few minutes after and then this time around I'm in the field I'm in the I'm, I'm in the hallway right in front of them the whole nine so the game is going on the atmosphere is crazy all kinds of you know fans and and, and celebrities were there and then one of my idols growing up was David Beckham David Beckham owns the Miami uh-huh. Uh, in, in, Inter Miami. So he walks out of the tunnel. I see him. We run. Is he by himself? No, he's with a group of executives okay. and whatever. So he's walking down the sidelines, and then we cross paths like that. At some <laughs> point, some little girl runs in from the field level seats, runs it, runs up to him and says, hey, can I have your autograph? And then, you know, he signs her little book, whatever. And then I'm recording that moment. Because I, I just thought, it, I mean, I have a daughter, so sure. I'm thinking, dude, this is awesome. That could be my daughter. And he was cool on, to her? And he was really cool to her. I stopped rolling on that video, and then I look at him, and I said, hey, man, hey, David, that was awesome, man. What you just did was awesome. He looks at me. He winks, extends his hand, his hand, and I and he said, nice to meet you. I'm David. And I'm oh, like, dude, man. I shake this awesome. guy's hand. <laughs> I'm, as, awesome. a, as a 14 year old kid, I have this guy's poster in my in my wall. That's so I great. buy his shoes. Well, my parents buy me his shoes. Like I'm all David. Like he was one of my idols. I looked up to this guy. But and then after the game, DeAndre and I were going to field because we have uh, field pass access. Uh, and then uh, we get messy. We he's getting interviewed by the Apple people, and then we follow him throughout the field as he's exiting and waving you know bye to the fans. And it was just one of those, like, I'm getting chills just telling you about it. I'm getting yeah. nervous telling you about it. But it was it was just one of those moments, man, where, like... Well, every- you got to have the dream, yeah. right? That you have your favorite guy as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's an actor, whether it's an athlete, a yes. musician, it, that you, this is my guy. For whatever reason, this is the person I've chose that's important to me. Yep. And not only did you get to meet him, but it went well. Right? Because it, it, getting to meet him is part one of the great experience having it go great is closing the circle like you it said is. it's something you'll remember for the rest of your life i've had it go both ways i've had one that was george brett who's anybody who listens to this show knows my favorite baseball player as a kid growing up that wasn't named fernando valenzuela and i got a chance to meet him as an adult we had an event when i was working for jim rome a tour stop in kansas city he came as a guest of the show i got to have a couple beers with him hang out he was awesome it was exactly what you same same thing jorge i had his baseball cards i wanted to swing a bat like him all of these things i all of it and it was perfect i've also had the experience where i love that guy you meet that guy like that guy sucks Mm -hmm. and he's a real jerk and that you got the good one i'm so happy because it doesn't happen like that very often it's just cool too like it comes with a moment like where you it's not even like it's not one of these things where like, okay, you know, let's just say be deeply cynical. George Brett's like, you know, I'm at the event. I'm doing the thing. This is my circuit. I got to be good to people. Yeah. He could have walked out of the 
God, that guy was insufferable. Like all these yes. people that I have to talk, but he did. Like Beckham wouldn't look. He was like just doing something nice, and you got to see them like do the thing where they didn't need to do. Like so it was even right. better. And plus, we're working. Like we have a yeah. vest on. We have a badge on. He doesn't have to talk to us. No. He doesn't have to talk to anybody. But the fact that I'm right, much less introduce yeah, himself, exactly. right, and, yeah. and extend his hand. That could be one of those. He looks at you with dead eyes. Like, what do I care what you think? Right. Or just, hey, thanks, man, and keeps it moving. No, but he stopped, shakes your hand, says, introduces himself. He said, hey, I'm David. Nice to meet you. And I was like, dude, you don't have to tell me who you are, <laughs> my man. Like, I, Wayne, Wayne that's Gretzky always funny. did that to me once. Hi, I'm Wayne. Yes. Hi, I'm you LeBron. Don't, like, you what? don't say. Wayne who? <laughs> but yeah, uh, was, my, it, my, was it Wayne? <laughs> no, but my 14-year-old self, man, is, is, I'm just excited, man. It was fun. That's and then awesome. watching the best player in the world like do his thing here, DeAndre. DeAndre was texting me Saturday morning, or yes, uh, Monday morning. He's like, yo, man, I'm still in cloud nine, man. Like, this is exciting. It was just an exciting you know, moment, exciting place to be on on Sunday. Very quickly, there's no doubt that Messi's one of the five most famous people on earth, right? No doubt. No. I mean, it, it's the Pope, it's <laughs> it's uh, probably the President of the United States, it's LeBron. LeBron, maybe, maybe. No, I, I, here's I, the thing: I, I always overestimate the reach of sports people, but I think when you start to get into like soccer, soccer's soccer is different. Soccer's it's different, right? So like, if you tell me, like, when people there were people in L.A., I, I mean that I know I know this for a fact who didn't know who Kobe was. Like in LA, that's hard to believe. It, it, I'm telling you, I, I believe right. you, but it's, it's just, and I say that not many, but, but there, there are certain guys like Muhammad Ali. Everybody knew who like he LeBron's was. LeBron's reach is probably a little less than you think. Like Kevin Durant's even less yeah. than that. Like, yeah, and like these people who seem so massively, you know, and but you know, soccer guys, yeah, auto racers. I was going to say like Max that. Verstappen maybe is on yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Guys like he's, that. He's top five athlete. Oh, no for question. Sure. Who's Top more famous person? than him, though? Sometimes musicians the, have the a The Pope. Big, yeah. oh, okay. Beyonce. Taylor Swift. We could, mean, we could do more on the other side. Because we also have a dinner a dinner list. thing that we should do uh, that is, it could be funny. And unfortunately, we need to talk about Julio again, too, because he's done with the Dodgers full stop. The question is, is he done for good in Major League Baseball? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.